Welcome to Soaring with Eagles with your host, Crystal Richardson, a.k.a. Sergeant K. Each week, we hear from Crystal and her successful guests as they share their triumphs, tragedies, tools, and secrets for living a full life complete with financial freedom laced with fun and fulfillment. Crystal takes a controversial and edgy approach to unveil interesting facts about millionaires, billionaires, and game changers, and how they have accomplished life success while giving back. Now, here is Crystal Richardson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Soaring with Eagles. Be controversial, be transformational, and be the answer. I hope you've enjoyed the guests we've had so far. We've had some very, very special guests that have shared some really dynamic information, life tips and tools, business tips and tools. And uh, we have another special guest today. I just want to be honest with you. Being a business owner is not for the faint at heart. And for the folks that have come on the show and just talked a little bit about their life, what they've done in business, some of their triumphs, some of their tragedies, and just how they tapped into their life purpose is is just really awesome. And I think it's important for all of us to listen to these types of stories so that it can just give us that little bit of encouragement, that push that we need to help us know that everything is not a bed of roses in business, that there's other people that have fallen down, but they were able to get back up It helps us to just go on and do the things that we need to do to build that business. And I just want to encourage you today and to let you know that I'm here if you have any questions about starting your business, if you have an idea and you're not quite sure what to do next. We do have a mastermind mix that's coming up in October, November and January that you might want to consider attending. But aside from the mastermind mixers, if you just have a question, feel free to send me an email at your team at buildthatbiz.com. That's your team at buildthatbiz.com. I also can be reached at 480-227-9743 and we can set up an initial consultation or whatever it is that you need. I'm really just wanting you to understand that I am here for you to give you what you need in order for you to make that unique idea come into fruition. Everybody has something. Everyone has some kind of idea in their head that they could actually turn into a business. And yes, some of us do work for other people, but some of us, some of you could even work for yourself. You could start your own business today if you just had the knowledge to do so. You have the idea, and now you need someone to partner with you to coach you into what to do next. I've been in industry for over 40 years. I've owned my own businesses and uh, foundations as far as nonprofits and profit centers for over 10 years. And so I do have experience. I have a lot of partners. If there is something that I don't know, where I could get the answer for you. So I just wanted to throw that out there and let you know that I am here for you. And now, let's welcome to the show, Jay Tenenbaum. Thank you, Crystal. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. I want you to just actually introduce yourself and just tell the, the listening audience a little bit about your background. 
Sure. So I am the uh, Vice President of Capital Development for AZP Capital and also the Editor-in-Chief of U.S. Real Estate Journal, among many uh, variety of things that I do. Um, I moved here from, from California uh, about a year and a half ago and started both companies. Uh, I formerly was a debt collection attorney for 20 years and got into the real estate investing space um, in 2013, uh, primarily starting out with buying distressed mortgages, which has evolved into just buying properties and doing, doing things, keeping borrowers in their homes in a variety of ways. Okay, great. And you said you've been doing that for how long? Since 2013. Wow, that's great. So um, based on uh, your experience here in the business, um, what are some things that you would just give as uh, if there's somebody that's new that's trying to get into this? Get good, solid education. Find, find a mentor, uh, someone that you can partner up with to do deals with. I mean, I raised capital was kind of my role for our company, mm-hmm. and we will teach investors how to do what we do. Um, basically, it's a matter of just instead of stubbing your toe and knocking the Band-Aid off, it's more about partnering up with somebody at least your first few times to um, plug into a tried and true system because you don't want to try this alone. You will make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the major mistakes that you see that uh, people make? Well, first of all, if with untra- if you're untrained in investing, you're probably going to overpay for the assets that are available. Right now in the distressed mortgage arena, uh, pricing of, of notes have gone up a little bit since I started in 2013. And not because sellers are demanding more pricing for this or the values of the properties, underlying properties have increased. It's just that the inexperienced investor is overpaying for what they're, what they're investing in. So they're, you know, one and done, not too happy with what they're doing, but obviously it's changed the pricing. Okay. So, um, as you know, the name of this show is Soaring with Eagles. And so if you were to uh, give advice, we talked about uh, mistakes, but uh, if you were to give advice uh, to someone on how they could just really just make a slam dunk in, in this industry, uh, what, what would you tell them? I would, I would tell them anything's possible. Just persevere. I'm involved in a real estate community here where I do teach, train, and mentor um, investors. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, one of my whys in life, I've got two major whys, and that is one is teaching other investors what I do. Um, I'm passionate about what I, what I have become. I mean, 270 transactions later is not an easy feat or for the faint of heart, um, but I certainly enjoy what I do and, and have no problem giving back. Um, the other why is just the ability to keep borrowers in their homes um, through either um, doing loan modifications and keeping them there or buying housing, fixing them up, and fi- providing seller financing or other affordable options for them to buy a house. Mm-hmm. So is there anything that you can think of that really has just like touched your heart in, in doing this and working with people uh, and you said in keeping them in their homes? You know, it's funny. I'm not typically a relationship. I mean, I'm a Adequate networker, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not the kind that would get into your soul. Yet, when I do make opportunities available, do we do, do, lo- do achieve loan modifications, I've ended up making connections with, with the borrowers in their homes. Um, tons of thank you, thank you, thank yous, cr- you know, Christmas cards. I mean, it really is, you know, not, you know it, for me, it's a business. It's, it's also a win-win situation. But it's the connections and the relationships that have been made mm-hmm. during the course of doing this. And it's not, and it's really a matter of just reaching out and saying, 
How may I help you? How may I be of service? And that opens up a whole new arena for a good relationship. Okay. Okay, great. So you've mentioned the word mentor several times. Uh, what are some traits of a, of a really great mentor, like somebody that just, even when you think back to your mentors, uh, someone who just really, really poured into you? Uh, do you have anyone like that? I've had several, from you know, personal development type mentors to mentors in this industry. I mean, I guess a, a, a good mentor is someone that you can relate to that's not talking above your head or talking down to you, not like a teacher, not like a coach that'll tell you how to go figure it out for yourself. Um, it's someone who resonates with you, and it's and it's a personality. I mean, I probably as much of a friend, a friend with my mentors as they were my mentor, per se. I strive to do the same thing. The real estate community that I'm involved in, we I, I run a mastermind group down there, and the group Several experienced investors, but not necessarily in the note arena, just bought about two months ago um, seven assets, about $200,000 worth, from basically teaching them how to do it from scratch or mm-hmm. guiding them how to do it from mm-hmm. scratch. Mm-hmm. And even what was interesting is along the way, even though I've, I've had the experience that I have, they taught me a few things along the way as well. So it's mm-hmm. been a very unique experience. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I still want to go back to the question, though. Has there been somebody that just really, really poured into you that you can think of just one main thing that that just sticks out to you related to a mentor for you? You know, probably not one person or, or one thing. It's just okay. all it's all a matter of, of of taking a variety of things. There's a mentor, a gentleman by the name of Mike Biglane that I met in 2013 that used to coin a phrase, shoot, ready, aim. And I've subscribed to that ever since, mm-hmm. right? Um, just go out there and just, you know, don't overanalyze the thing. Just go ahead and just just do it and, you know, you'll work yourself through it. Mm-hmm. I've, you know, succeeded in business since then along that kind of, you know, opportunity. The other mentor, uh, Scott Carson, a gentleman I got in the note business from, um, has just been a guiding force to teach me this business mm-hmm. um, in a way Basically, how I got, you know, as a former debt collection attorney, I had no experience raising capital whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And just kind of with a little bit of guidance, that's what I do now. And if it wasn't for him, I never would have gotten involved in that arena. Mm-hmm. And that's really interesting. And one of the things that we talk about on the show is uh, being controversial a little bit, you know, so uh, shoot, ready, aim. Is that what you said? Yes, it is. Okay. So that is a unique way of, of actually looking at how to do business. And I think uh, for people who, uh, for a lot of people that do well in business, you, you kind of have to have that mentality because uh, sometimes you don't have everything already prepared, but you just need to go for it, right? That's correct. And what's kind of the, the next key, though, is have, you know, your, the old saying is, you know, do what you're good at and delegate what you're not so good at. And I think part of that is you want to get into arrangements or partnerships, let's say, and even with partnerships where you're aligned in your skill set or you balance each other with skill set, I think the shoot ready aim needs to be balanced by someone that's a little more got the put the foot on the brake a little bit as well. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I think my husband is the one that has his foot on the brake. I've been a business owner for a long time, so he's the one that basically helps to keep me balanced and I really appreciate that. 
But right now is not the time to put on brakes because we're talking about let's get that business started. So I want to invite you, all of the listeners, to our Mastermind Mixer. There's three of them coming up, okay? So here is where you can get seven keys in four hours that can just change your life and change how you think about your ideas. Our guest today is living proof of that. He talked about how he reinvented himself and is now in the business of real estate. So what can you do to reinvent yourself? Maybe you want to start your first business, or maybe you're tired of the industry that you're in and what you're doing, and you want to just do something totally different. That's okay. That's great. And we can help you with that. I also hope that you plan on listening to our show every week because we will be talking to transformational leaders. Some of them own businesses. Some of them are speakers, meaning public speakers, and they make money doing that. People want to be motivated. People want to be encouraged. And if you have that type of personality, that awesome voice, then let's talk. Let's talk about how you can start your business as a public speaker. We have a number of great connections and speaker coalitions that can help train you in this area. If you already have a business and you just want some guidance on how to make it better, we can help you with that as well. Help you put together marketing plans, strategic plans. If you need a website, if you want to have commercials, you need someone to do voiceovers for that, we have all of that. You need policies and procedures put together, we can act as your virtual assistant team. Recently, someone called me the untapped income coach. That's right, the untapped income coach. So if you have an idea, I keep talking about that one unique idea, let's get together, add one of the mixers, we'll have a private session, and we will mastermind that idea and turn it into a business plan. We've been hearing a little bit of Jay's story. We're going to hear some more. But what he said was he did not do it by himself. He had mentors. He had coaches. He even had partners. That's one of the things that we'll be talking about in the Mastermind Mixer is picking the right partners. So you really don't want to miss these. They'll be held at the Uplift Center, which is at 1555, that's 1555 South Gilbert Road, Suite 107. And this is in Mesa, Arizona, 85204. The starting time is 9.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. And so during that four hours, it always goes by fast because we share so much information that you really need to know in order to get your business started and not fall into some of the same traps and pitfalls that other business owners have. Now, we talk about not just monetizing your idea, but how you can go from six figures to seven figures and beyond with your business. And you may be saying to yourself, well, that just sounds like it's so far out of reach because I haven't even made my first dollar on my business yet. Well, that's the thing. You won't make your first dollar if you don't start. So don't try to do it alone. Take a look at our website, buildthatbiz.com. Take a look at some of the testimonials from our clients and go ahead and take that jump. 
And I know sometimes it happens because we have to. We don't have a choice. Something happened, whether we lost our job or there was a change in the economy, and we had to make a change. Or sometimes it's because we want to have something different or do something different. Whatever the case may be, you won't get to that place of seeing the success of your ideas if you don't take that first step, that first leap. And can I just share something with you? I personally don't work to have money and have nice things. Yes, that that is important. <laughs> but uh, and to take care of my family and to pay bills. I work so that I can be a blessing in the community. Partnering with people to start educational programs for the homeless. We also do foreign missions and a host of other activities. So if you are a person that's out there and you want to start a give back program as part of what you do with your company, let us know. Give us a call, 480-227-9743 or email us at yourteam at buildthatbiz.com your team at buildthatbiz.com and we can talk about how you can support our nonprofit fullcolormovement.com or even if you have another nonprofit that you want to support that's fine too we just want all businesses to have some type of give back model leading their organizations and teams into serving and giving back which means that there's a win for all of us this is a book or a chapter in my book, The Lead, Serve, Win Addiction, because we want everyone to get addicted to giving back. So, sorry, didn't mean to take up too much time uh, going into some of those areas, but I did want you to just know more about our organizations, what we can do to help you in your business, as well as what we can do to help you get out there and get hands-on in the community. So, Thank you for listening to our first segment of Soaring with Eagles with Jay. And stay tuned after these commercials for our next segment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Tired of working for someone else? Think you have a great business idea? Then this is for you, entrepreneurs and inventors of all ages. Let's get that biz started at our Mastermind Mixer with Crystal on Saturday, October 27th, November 10th, and January 26th from 9.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. at the Uplift Center in Mesa, Arizona. Regularly $120. Mention the radio show Soaring with Eagles and pay only $80. Can't make it? No sweat. Go to our site for information. Monetize your unique ideas now. Take the jump and soar. Visit buildthatbiz.com and register today. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. 
Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Want to shift someone's destiny? Calling all CPAs, a.k.a. community and corporate partners in action. Become a community liaison or a corporate sponsor for our Give Hope Drives for the homeless and needy families. Donate tax-deductible funds, food, blankets, and books. Sponsor and serve our monthly luncheon, mentor a youth, or go on a foreign mission and make a difference. Contact our Soaring with Eagles radio show host, Crystal, at your team at buildthatbiz.com or visit our nonprofit page at fullcolormovement.com. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are listening to Soaring with Eagles with Crystal Richardson. Now, back to our show. Hello, everyone. This is Crystal Richardson, and welcome back to Soaring with Eagles. We are here with Jay, and he has been talking to us about real estate and just about his life's journey. And we mentioned that when we came back, we were going to talk about actually triumphs and tragedies. So, Jay, uh, what what's a major triumph that you've had? So, first of all, every day is a new triumph. Um, Mike Bigling once said to me, or to the group, I guess, that when your fo- if your phone's not ringing, you're out of business. And so, and, it, and I've always, it's, it, I've kind of, it's become to me something like where you have, you sit out in the morning and you think you know what your day is going to be planned. And then all of a sudden you get a phone call of this or phone call of that and it totally, or an email or whatever, and it changes your day. And not necessarily in a bad way. It's like, oh my God, it's an email or phone call I didn't want to take and, uh, and just knock me off my game. It could be an, a, you know, an email, an email or, or a phone call from a borrower and all of a sudden you're making a deal. Right. Um, right. So it, you know, every day is a new, a new adventure, a new, a, a new triumph. Mm-hmm. So I really like that. Uh, if your phone's not ringing, then you're out of business. Did, did you? You said someone. Mike, Mike Big Lane. Mike Big Lane coined that phrase. Oh, okay. Well, I'll have to write that down and maybe use that every every now and then. That's great. So every day is a new triumph. Um, what's one main thing though? I have to. Sometimes I think I keep asking you the same question. I really apologize for that. But is there one main thing aside from just every day being a triumph? One main thing that sticks out in your life as a triumph? Sure. I mean, um, one main thing is looking back and the ability to succeeding in what you're doing, building your your business, building your system and processes. I mean, that's obviously a triumph. I'm blessed that I have two excellent partners here in Arizona that I moved for. You know, I have got stories. The one that touches my heart the best is a woman that... uh, I moved her back into her dream house from Georgia back to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, short, long story short, I was talking to her, calls me up out of the blue about six weeks later and says, you know, I asked her where she's, where she's been. She was, you know, she left her home. She was living, her husband was a long haul truck driver. So she's living in his cab for three weeks. That didn't, that wasn't working out. She was living in Georgia with her, her son and felt like a burden. And I asked her the simple question, would you like to move back to your home? She started to cry. She said, that was my dream house. That story's kind of always stuck with me. 
Oh, wow. So you were able to help her to get her back in her dream home. That's right. Over, over what period of time did that take? About two months. She said there was no communication for about six weeks. And then also she, she called me up out of the blue. Uh, we, had, we engaged that conversation. Uh, and we created a seller finance where I sold her the property back, her own house back on seller financing. Been dutifully paying ever since. Well, that's an awesome story, uh, helping someone's dreams come true like that to, to have them be able to um, still be in the, in the home that they wanted to be in. That, that's a really great story. Uh, what about um, tragedies? So we said triumphs and tragedies. What, what is like a major mistake that you feel that you've made that you could, you could share that maybe we can get something out of that to inspire folks? Be very, very careful in selecting your partners you're going to go into business with. You hear about all the time, you know, business business and partnership disputes. And I've had a couple in my career in the short time I've been doing this. A couple prior uh, partnerships that I was involved in um, haven't worked out. Um, it's a combination of the business grows and, the per- and your partner just doesn't grow with it. Or your partner, even though... You dated for over a year and you thought you knew the person um, when you went into actually form a partnership. The person just didn't pull their, pull their own weight and did some things that were just fraudulent and, you know, a, just very um, uh, unethical um, and, very, and very damaging to the business. So what advice would you give someone in, in picking a partner? Like what, what are things that you would look out for? Understand what their role, their strengths and weaknesses are. Understand what your strengths and weaknesses are. And understand not just what your strengths and weaknesses are for the moment, but what it'll look like. Um, for example, one of my first partnerships, we were fine working together. We owned, you know, 20 notes, but we owned 175, the business is out, out, outgrew her. And I guess I wasn't all, I didn't really vet the person all that much before that I figured we seemed compatible. It's a brand new business. Hadn't really had a track record. Fine. It was my expertise. She had some complimentary skills. Oh, it seemed, it seemed to work out, but it didn't. Um, I think you really need to understand what the strengths and weaknesses are of the people you want to go in business with. I wouldn't necessarily So you might want to say, okay, well then we're probably safe going to business with friends or relatives. Well, that's a whole other can of worms. Oh my gosh. It really is. <laughs> It really is. I mean, I've always thought that, you know, may, may had the mantra that, you know, friends don't make good roommates. Um, <laughs> you know, um, friends are friends. And that's, you know, friends are very important in your life. But perhaps friends should stay friends and, right. not, and not change it or enhance or embellish the relationship. Um, and yet, like I said, I've been in partnership with my wife and that was you know, we weren't good managers, but that was something that we we both didn't have the skill set to do. Mm-hmm. But going back to how to do it, how to find good partners, just get to know the people, but kind of talk almost like it's almost like a marriage. You are you are basically your work spouse, your work partner. Um, I happen to have been most of my partnerships with other women. My wife, my two partners of AZP are both women. You just need to keep talking. You need to keep understanding what each other can bring to the table and have those discussions of, okay, here's where we want to be today. Where do you want to be year one, year two, year three, year five, year 10? Mm-hmm. Um, do you share the same goals and aspirations and have the skill set and abilities 
to um, to do that. And, and really, I guess at the end of the day, it's understand that. I mean, I'm blessed now that the partnership I have now. I guess the one thing that I, that I know deep in my heart is working is because we have each other's back, and I have the support for. I have the support by them that I didn't have in my other, other business partnerships. I'm glad you mentioned the necessity of having a great partnership. That's actually one of the keys that we talk about in one of the masterminds that I have coming up. And those are scheduled in October, November, as well as in January. We talk about why it is essential to have great partnerships. So thank you for, for mentioning that. Now I want to go into game changer activity. Uh, what's one main thing that you've done to be a game changer in your industry? So what I've done as far as a game changer in my industry is I've changed how the approach to um, communicating with borrowers. What I mean by that is, uh, like I said, I've came from a debt collection background. So obviously I've done plenty of communication with borrowers, done a lot of, you know, achieved, you know, a lot of loan modifications, created those relationships. Um, and I'm asked often that, well, that's, or told often, I guess, that uh, that is a, it's a, an advantage that I have in this business. And my response to that is no, it's just a skill quality experience that I have. Um, those who are analytically um, endeavored have a advantage over me because I can't sit in front of a computer and do the analytics necessary in this business. Otherwise, you know, five minutes into it, in front of a computer, the ADD kicks in and I'm out the door. Um, but as I knew that I would scale up in this business, um, I sought out a colleague of mine who had run a hedge fund and I'd asked him, we were having over lunch one day, what was his best borrower outreach uh, program he ever utilized? And by the by, it became uh, utilizing a third-party credit counselor. Third-party credit counselor takes the approach of how can we help you talk to your lender? We want to approach this as the borrower's advocate. Um, I knew at the time that I had lunch with him. The secondary question was, what was his best loss mitigation strategy? Uh, the follow-up question was, I knew the company was dormant. I said, how do you resurrect it? He said, give me 100 loans, and off we did. So that company went into business. I used them all the time and also created, because of the ability to bring them back into in, in, in business, I've created the ability for my investor colleagues to utilize them as well. Um, it's, it's been a game changer because really... Up till then, any borrower outreach experience has always been from kind of a debt collection mentality, like pay or die. And you know, borrowers have gotten more sophisticated, or they've gotten beaten on by everyone else, the bank, by banks, etc. They just don't want to; they just can't listen or can't get engaged to it. Right? They just don't want to be get beaten up like that. Um, so, changing the approach um, has been, um, for example, in this industry, uh, you, usually you will. You will effectuate a loan modification, about a third of your portfolio. Um, you will get the borrower give you back the house through a deed in lieu of foreclosure, about a third, and you'll foreclose on about a third. Um, utilizing these credit counselors, my industry averages are almost 50% on both loan modifications and deed in lieu's. Okay, so in just one succinct sentence, because <laughs> you said a lot of information right. there, what, what was... What was the game-changing activity? Changing the borrower outreach mode of communication. Okay, the mode of communication from what to what? From a debt collector to a borrower's advocate. Okay, and that's something that's not normally done in the industry, is that what you're saying? It wasn't done at all by anybody. By this, this hedge fund did it, um, and I 
parlayed them to keep to keep you know resurrect their company mm-hmm. and reopen it. So so we have as other fellow investors have the advantage of utilizing them, but no other company uses it. Oh, okay, okay, pretty interesting. Okay, now I want to talk about the magazine. Can you give us the title of it and and what is the main motivation for it? The title is the U.S. Real Estate Journal, and it's an online publication. Um, for real estate and for real estate related topics and investors. Okay, and do you have uh, what? What's your position? I am the editor in chief. And what do you do as editor in chief? <laughs> uh, with the help of the supports of my support staff, I put the magazine together. I'm looking for those who want to contribute articles, those who want to be featured on the front page of the of the magazine, on the back page. Um, sponsors who want to want to you know advertise um, things of that nature. Okay, uh, so how did you get into this as part of what you've been doing all this time, and then now all of a sudden you're the editor in chief of a magazine? How did that happen? Well, I guess the short answer was as you network, 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 um, opportunities abound. Uh, I was fortunate enough to uh, get involved with reengage with some people that I'd met about a year and a half ago prior and he presented the opportunity um, to become editor-in-chief of this magazine and it was something that was a perfect fit because you know in the five years I've been in this business you know I've been privileged enough to know and get to know a lot of people of uh, vendors other industry experts colleagues etc so it's always a matter of you know communicating with those around you and finding the, the voice in the forum. Well, that that's amazing. And congratulations to uh, this uh, new position, I guess, right? And how long have you been doing this? It's gone on about three months now. Okay, great, great. And so what are some of the main challenges that you've, you've seen already with this magazine? Uh, just finding, figuring out, being comfortable with for me it's almost it's a it's i can reach out to those i know that's the easy part the challenges have been uh me being comfortable me being comfortable into saying you want to be featured on the front page of a magazine it's gonna be a price and just i've i raised capital for my projects but it just this is a little foreign to me mm-hmm. i'm just starting to, i'm just now starting to get used to it <laughs> So if they want to be featured, there's a price for being featured on the on the front. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. Just like any publication. Right. Just like any publication. So they should already know that. And But it, it's still an honor to be asked to be on the cover. Of course. Be asked to be on the cover, to be asked to write articles. I mean, yeah, get your, to get your exposure out there in, in, in any industry, any business you're doing, you know, marketing exposure is the name of the game. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... Once again, going back to the premise of soaring with eagles, you know, it's it's edgy, it's controversial. There's different things that we ask you related to those types of questions. So what are you going to do in your magazine so that it makes it where people really want to read it and it's not just seen as just just another magazine? I want to I want to create the opportunity for those anyone in the industry to have to have a voice to be heard. Um, it, oftentimes in publications of, of any nature, it's always who you know, and the industry experts are always filling the magazine. I want to give a voice to that that new investor, anybody who wants, you know, wants to just ha- be heard. 
Okay, anyone that wants to be heard, but what type of articles are you looking for? If, if it's just anybody that wants to be heard, is it, is it that the topic can just be anything? Do you have specific things that you want them to, to uh, write on? Or how are you going to make it that someone still wants to read it, even though it's just anybody off the street that's just not, it's not anybody off the street, right? But right. if they want their voice to be heard and they submit an article and they pay whatever they have to pay, it gets published? Or is there something that you're looking for? I, I haven't really found that that niche, so to speak. I mean, in the beginning, it's going to be, you know, the voice. The, the article's got to be relevant. It's got to be interesting. But it really doesn't, isn't locked down into being edgy. I mean, it's got to be informative. It's got to have some value. Um, but to the newer investor, they don't know what they don't know. Um, and I think they've never had the opportunities to do that. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's really more, not necessarily the content of what the articles may say, but the contributors to the magazine will be unique because it won't be the industry experts spouting off that they're, you know, here, 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 here's who I am, hear me roar. It's going to be the newer person on the street saying, these are my challenges, these are, these are my pitfalls, this is what I've learned, this is what I haven't learned, this is what I don't know, help me out mm -hmm. kind of thing. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's how I got started. I, you know, every day, like I said, is a, is a triumph, and that is whether it's new opportunities to, to gain exposure mm -hmm. or give back. Um, I guess that's really in thinking through it. It's it's yeah, the magazine is going to end up being those who have a voice to say, "How can I give back to in, to my industry?" Okay, okay. So we're just kind of formulating this a little bit uh, as we go. And and what I do with with everyone on the show is I do try to challenge them on you know what are you doing to make what you do something that somebody really just wants to grab a hold of and 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 run with. So whatever the product may be. Uh, we're talking about real estate. I know that's really hot uh, where uh, there's various ways that you've said that you've become a game changer in, in that area. Uh, and then even with your magazine, I'm challenging you, I guess, to, to sure. find that one thing that's going to make people say, I really want to read this magazine. I appreciate that. No, that's, 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 very, that's very good. And I guess giving back is going to be the platform because that's really where I'm at in my, in my life right now. Um, it's where, since I moved here from California, um, I've been in, fortunate enough to be embraced by a couple communities and really with a platform of how can I give back to that community? Mm -hmm. And in turn, they've embraced me and it's opened up. This, this magazine is a product of a door that that type of, of, of opportunities uh, created. Mm -hmm. And I really appreciate that, Jay, um, because giving back is one of the major forms that, that we have. And I know you and I have talked a little bit about uh, the fact that we have the nonprofit full color movement and uh, looking for whoever is a part of Soaring with Eagles, what are they doing to give back to the community or even if there's something that we can do together to, to partner on that give back um, on give back initiatives. So I really appreciate that being a part of what you're trying to do also with the with the magazine. Is there anything that you want to speak on to uh, related to give back programs you've done in the past? Um, our give back programs of the past, like I said, is, you know, we've, we went, we were, we were starting to work with, 
uh, municipalities and, and, and communities and neighborhoods to revitalize some of the neighborhoods that we invest in. Um, even though we've the economy has supposedly re- recovered over the last 10 years, there's certain areas that it hasn't. Um, so while we can buy properties in, the, in our inter- markets, whatever, um, we're working with municipalities to how we can help them. Uh, for example, uh, we invest in, in Cincinnati, Ohio, and there's a suburb outside Cincinnati that kind of feels like the stepchild. And they saw what we did on a rehab that we did, and they came to us and said, how can we synergistically help each other? Because mm-hmm. I want to revitalize my neighbor, my community more than I have before. Mm-hmm. And there's communities like that that are all across the nation that, that need some revitalization. I know personally because I'm, I'm from Flint, Michigan, is, is where I'm from. I've uh, been living in Arizona. By way, living in Arizona by way of Indiana, I spent uh, 10 years or so there with our family. And then we've been here for, I think, almost 20 years. But Flint, Michigan is a place that really needs some revitalization. You know, they have the, the water issue going on, still going on Slowly after fixed. years. It, it's it's not. Right. It's it's really not. And uh, even without that, there's numbers of communities that you hear about across the nation uh, that, that need help. And so for you to have that as part of your initiative, I think that's just really, really great. Thank you. Thank you. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Want to shift someone's destiny? Calling all CPAs, aka community and corporate partners in action. Become a community liaison or a corporate sponsor for our Give Hope Drives for the homeless and needy families. Donate tax-deductible funds, food, blankets, and books. Sponsor and serve our monthly luncheon, mentor a youth, or go on a foreign mission and make a difference. Contact our Soaring with Eagles radio show host, Crystal, at your team at buildthatbiz.com or visit our nonprofit page at fullcolormovement.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Tired of working for someone else? Think you have a great business idea? Then this is for you, entrepreneurs and inventors of all ages. Let's get that biz started at our Mastermind Mixer with Crystal on Saturday, October 27th, November 10th, and January 26th from 9.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. at the Uplift Center in Mesa, Arizona. Regularly $120. Mention the radio show Soaring with Eagles and pay only $80. Can't make it? No sweat. Go to our site for information. Monetize your unique ideas now. Take the jump and soar. Visit buildthatbiz.com and register today. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Empowerment. 
You are listening to Soaring with Eagles with Crystal Richardson. Now, back to our show. All right, Jay, so we're coming to the end of our show, but before we end, we have to do one of the things that's my favorite thing to do, which is the quick fire. Do you think you're ready? Sure. Okay, great. So what I'll do is I'll just give one word, and then you'll just quickly give a one-word answer back. Okay. All right. Okay. So the first word is time. Management. Chance. Opportunity. Life. Experiences. Property. Assets. Phone. If you're not in business, if you're, if you're out of business. It's one word, Jay. <laughs> Phone. Uh, connection. Connection. Family. Values. Economy. Change. Lawyer. Uh, profession. Give back. It's two words. I know. <laughs> you got me. Give back. You got to give me a one word answer. <laughs> give back. Um, fundamentally. Editor. In chief. <laughs> Voice. America. <laughs> Magazine. Forum. Reinvent. Yourself. Mentor. Guidance counselor. Guidance. Debt. Collector. Partner. Valuable. Hill. Climb. Possibilities. Opportunities. Community. Embrace. Why? One thing. Mortgage. House. Loan. Borrower. Perseverance. Fortitude. Investor. Relationships. Win-win. Just two words again. <laughs> it has a dash. Win-win-win <laughs> uh, benefit. Benefit. Okay, great. Well, that was a struggle, wasn't it? <laughs> it was pretty good, pretty good. So before we talk about that, I want to go back to one question that uh, we were discussing on the break, which was if there was one thing you could change about the economy, what would it be? Overregulation. And, and I mean specifically overregulation in in our industry, our industry, in the, the real estate investing uh, industry. Um, I think at times what started out between debt collection and, and real estate investing has been there's been some overriding regulations that started out as good purposes and then over time became overregulated. Um, what I mean by that in the debt collection industry is the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. Um, yes, it was necessary in the beginning to rein in debtor, debt collectors who were just overreaching and saying some god-awful things to borrowers. But it's become so overregulated that it's become an industry for bottom feeder, other legal professionals who just seek to pick the pockets for somebody, uh, for, for the unsuspecting. Mm -hmm. um, in the mortgage in the industry um, right now, 
you've got uh, Dodd-Frank and CFPB, which stands for Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. Um, they overregulate what we're trying to do. We talked about earlier how we want to keep borrowers in their homes, but there's certain regulations that even as a private investor stymie us in the abilities to create the most favorable mortgage relationship. Um, I am not going to comment or support or dis or, or, or challenge the recent uh, confirmation of Brett Kavanaugh. Although on the as the appellate as in the appellate judge, he's ruled that the CFPB is already un- unconstitutional. So he's my champion on that ground alone, and nothing more, nothing less. <laughs> okay. Well, you said you wouldn't comment, but you but you commented. But okay, no, that's fair. That's fair. So. Uh, so the one thing, again, going back to like one succinct sentence, the one thing that you would change about the economy would be what? Overregulation. Overregulation. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's talk about your answers to the quick fire. First of all, what did, what did you think about the questions? Interesting. Very cool. <laughs> so all of these words that we came up in the quick fire, came up with in the quick fire, had to do with different things that you actually said during during the interview. Did you recognize that? Some of them, yes. Some of them? Yeah. Okay, great, great. So what came to your mind when we talked about perseverance? I think you said fortitude. What kind of advice would you give our, our listeners related to just perseverance in your industry? So there was a book that was written by a friend of mine, Greg Reed, what, Three Feet from Gold. And if, without going into the story of... Uh, the guy who, who the miner in the 1800s, it's don't give up. You could be three feet from your success. Just don't give up. And that's great. That That's really, really true. And in, in the business camp that we do for the youth, we, we talk about that a lot because sometimes with the youth these days, sometimes they're just really, really just so quick to give up. Right. And, and, and adults too, adults too. But we really need to drill perseverance into our into our youth. So that that's interesting. Uh, what about life experience? Life is a challenge. Every day is a challenge. Every day is a triumph. Life is precious. You only get one opportunity at, at a, to have a life. So make the most of it. Mm-hmm. And I think with. Just what we went over in your interview today, you've, you've shared a lot of your life experiences and, and just I keep going back to, I guess, the reinventing of yourself. Uh, it's something that it, it takes a lot of guts to do that, a lot of courage, especially even when you when you have a family. I think it's different if, if you're single, but uh, having a family and just going ahead and doing that, I just want to commend you, commend you on the courage that that took. Oh, I thank you. I appreciate that. Um, you know, I didn't have a choice. I mean, it was just out of born out of necessity, obviously. Mm-hmm. True, but sometimes people fall on their face and just don't do anything at that time, and uh, their families fall apart and all of those kinds of things. So <laughs> that didn't happen, right? No, it didn't. Fortunately, <laughs> fortunately knock, on, knock, on, knock on wood, it didn't happen. <laughs> uh, another one you mentioned was, was I said mentor and you said guidance. So I want to leave our listeners with uh, some comment that you have related to the importance of mentors. Again, uh, shoot, ready, aim is is important to me. Uh, and having someone who has your back, who will guide you in your career, and no matter what it, what it industry or what career it, it is, um, you need somebody who's 
can give you that 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 guidance, the mentorship. I mean, those are buzzwords, but still, it's the support without doing it for you, without leaving you on an island to do it yourself. I mean, really, that's the that's the key. Excellent. And I said community, and you said embrace. So give us a little bit more on that, a few nuggets on that. Sure. So as I mentioned earlier, um, I'm, when I moved here, I sought community. I wanted to give back. And while I, a couple of communities I've been involved in here locally in, in Phoenix have uh, provided me the opportunity to give back, they've also embraced me concurrently, which has given me which opened doors in, in ways and places and opportunities that I would never have thought possible. And community is important for all of us. Uh, we can give back in our communities. We feel like we're connected when we have community. Um, that word is just a, a word that, that resonates with me, I guess, because of how I was brought up. Uh, we had, um, we were, uh, our house was the house that everybody came to for various things. And then my parents were the people that, that people sought after for advice, uh, as well as my, my grandparents. And so community just in general, just is a word that, that resonates with me. Uh, for family, you mentioned value. Family is very important to me. I want to make sure that my children are fine, upstanding citizens in the community. Um, there's no parenting rule book, but obviously I've got a 28-year-old son who is a software developer doing very well. I've got a 26-year-old daughter who is a flight attendant with Southwest Airlines. I've got another son that's finishing his last, finished his last semester at Grand Canyon University and three other kids behind, behind them. So I think for at least the first three, getting a minute out of college and into a, a career um, I, we, my wife and I have done something right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily know what it was, but it's it's works. That's awesome. Um, and creating, just making sure that you, that they're respected and that they respect you, and that you create a lasting impression upon your children. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome. And uh, a lot of folks can't can't say that same thing. And so I really appreciate the fact that you you shared that about your family. And it sounds like they're doing well. They are. I'm proud of them. Awesome. So the last one I want to talk touch on is time management. I said time, you said management. What, what's going on with that? Every day is a new adventure and time management is probably one of my bigger faults. Um, some days I'm very hyper-focused and get a lot done and other days, you know, phone call here or an email there and poof, I'm distracted and knocked off my game. Um, I think time, to, to accomplish what one wants to set out in the course of a day, a week, a month, a year, you've got to be organized um, in any business, um, and the more you can manage your time effectively, I think is crucial. It's something that do as I say and not as necessarily as I do. Yeah, that's one of those parent things, though, too, right? Correct. <laughs> Maybe even in business, too. Well, thank you for sharing that. So I actually want to apply for the job of being your niche manager for your magazine, you know, to get people to want to read it. Like, why would they want to read it? So we need to get that edge going on in in your magazine, too. For sure. You're hired. (laughs) I appreciate that. (laughs) Well, any any closing comments? Um, Thank you for the opportunity to uh, share my journey, my story. Um, It's intended to be inspirational, not uh, bravado at all. Um, I seek to be a humble person. Um, again, 
shoot, ready, aim. Um, that's how I roll. That's how, you know, don't overanalyze things and just you never know what, what, what success you will achieve unless you get out there and get it done. Right, right. And in order to be someone's answer, you know, in Soaring with Eagles, we talk about be transformational, be controversial, be be someone's answer. And in order to be someone's answer, sometimes it's not following the norm. It's doing something that is a game-changing type activity. So we appreciate you being with us today and, and all the best, Jay. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to Soaring with Eagles. Please join Crystal Richardson again next Tuesday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another edition. Let's soar together, give back to our communities, and change the world.